Hey you guys, what's up? It's your girl Shawnee J reporting to you live from a bedroom on the Lower East Side and I am back with the facts. And I'm super excited about today's episode. But before we get into that, what's going on? How are you guys feeling? What's new? How did you guys handle that snow that we got and how disgusting the streets were afterwards? Because me, my ass was slipping and sliding to and from work. Like, the fuck? I don't understand. If we know for like a week or two in advance, right, that it's going to snow, why? How do the streets look so horrible? Like, how could they have failed at this so miserably? There was no type of salt, no fucking trucks shoveling snow. There was nothing. I don't understand that, especially somewhere like New York City. Like, I walked from work to the train station, from 23rd Street to 14th Street. And do you know how many blocks were cleared of snow? One. One fucking block ridiculous so i hope you guys were safe out there i hope you guys didn't have any accidents if you did i'm so sorry and i hope you're doing way better now okay hopefully today's episode will distract you cheer you up or whatever the case is (laughs) but anyway today's episode is gonna be all about my experience as a vegetarian. I'm gonna be answering some frequently asked questions that I've been getting over the years. Gonna be sharing some really cool tips and staples with you guys if going vegetarian and or vegan is something that you've been thinking about for a while now. And yeah, I'm gonna share like the pros and cons that I've experienced. We're really gonna get into it, you guys. If you know me, then you know that this is something that I love to talk about. I'm passionate about it. So we're really going to go there in this episode, all right? So stay tuned. And if you guys have any questions or comments throughout the episode, of course, feel free to leave me a message about it. All right. Now y'all know what time it is. It's music time. Hey, you guys, what's up? We are back. Right now, I'm going to go into how I became a vegetarian and why. I'm also going to answer some frequently asked questions that I get regarding being a vegetarian. And I'm going to also address a few things that, you know, some listeners, some some questions that listeners had and, and just things that they wanted to add in. So... How did I become a vegetarian and why? Well, in like around 2013, I started to notice that I just didn't like the way I felt after eating meat. Like I just felt very tired and sluggish and just disgusting, really. And not only that, I was starting to become disgusted by meat, like I couldn't really look, I didn't look at it the same. It was starting to make me gag, you know, just the thought of eating it, like, would make me gag. (laughs) So, yeah, it was getting bad. And at the time, I was also, you know, starting out with, like, my natural hair journey. So, I was watching a lot of, like, natural hair YouTubers and this kind of thing. And one day, 
I was watching a YouTube video and this woman was talking about how, you know, she's a pescatarian. And I was like, pescatarian? What's that? I had never heard of that before. (laughs) So she spoke about it and how, you know, she only eats, you know, fish, seafood, that kind of thing. She doesn't do any other kind of meat, no poultry, just, you know, seafood and vegetables, that kind of thing. So, you know, I did my research, figured out what it is, what your options are, what you could still eat and this kind of thing. And to me, it sounded great because I was just over all the other meat, but I wasn't over seafood. I still love seafood so fucking much. And I was not willing to give that shit up, you guys. And at that time, you couldn't tell me that giving up seafood was something that I was going to do because I loved my seafood and that's why the diet sounded lit to me because I'm like okay this is like a win-win situation like I don't have to eat all this other shit that makes me feel disgusting but I could still enjoy the seafood this is great so you know and for those of you that don't know you know like I said a pescatarian is someone that eats seafood it's like a vegetarian plus seafood equals pescatarian (laughs) so they eat they have a pretty vegetable-based diet but they also do the fish and seafood as well no no pork no chicken no turkey no red meats no none of that so I did that for like two years so boom it's 2016 now still on my pescatarian shit absolutely loving it and then one day something happened dun 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 no, I'm saying <laughs> another video. Not on YouTube this time. I was watching a video on Facebook that somebody posted of this girl eating this humongous ass crab. Some kind of like king crab or something, I guess. I don't know. All I know is this this shit's body was the size of my fucking head. And the claws look like this nigga could bench press 270 or some next shit, okay? The crab was fucking huge. And this girl was like, you know, ripping it apart and sucking the meat out the claw and butter and shit dripping all down her face. Like, it was crazy. And, you know, stuffing her mouth with crab meat and it was just a lot going on you guys and you would think you know I would have thought that I would have seen this and been turned on by it like you know I would have thought it would have been appetizing and you know something that I would have wanted for myself but nah that's not what happened (laughs) I had like an outer body experience like a like a realization, like a complete realization, like a, a waking up, a bitch woke up in that moment of watching that video and was like, is that what I look like? You know, like, is that what that looks like? Is that what I look like when I'm eating a crab? I don't like this. <laughs> this shit is uncomfortable. Like, I don't feel right. I don't feel right watching this and now I don't feel right that I do this so literally from that day on I did not eat any more seafood like I literally went cold turkey 
um, started doing research immediately. Tons and tons and tons of research because that's just the type of person I am. I don't, you know, just do things or go into things blindly. And I do research, okay? Um, So, yeah, you know, I just researched what can I, what kind of foods can I eat? What kind of things can I supplement the seafood, you know, like replace the seafood with, um, do I need anything else? You know, what can I do to make sure that it's not going to feel like a major loss and that I'm not going to feel like I'm fucking starving all the time, you know, that kind of thing. So I did all that and here I am. Um, I'll make what, three years in February, January or February, one of them. <laughs> I think February, though, as a vegetarian. Yeah. Let it go, and I didn't look back, and it's been great. So that's my story. If there are any other vegetarians out there, any vegans as well, pescatarians, even if you want to, you know, leave me a message, share your story, how you uh, gave up the meat, gave up the seafood, or whatever the case is, and why. Feel free to leave me a message about it. Let's keep the conversation going. And so, yeah, I've gotten a shit ton of questions since then, you know, in in this amount of time um, about being a vegetarian. Some of the most common ones are, of course, what do you eat? It's very simple. I eat everything except meat. (laughs) That's literally it. Like, it just, it, it kind of blows my mind at this point now when people ask that question, because it's like, what do you eat? What do you eat that you really have to wonder what I eat? Like, it's not like I I eat something that's super special or, you know, like out of this fucking world. I'm literally eating, I eat everything you eat except meat. That's literally it. There's still a bunch of other options out there. You know, I didn't give up anything else. And I don't feel like I gave up anything at all. I just replaced the shit, honestly. There's so many replacements and substitutes out there. And, like, there's a meatless version of every fucking thing. There's a dairy-free version of everything. Like, so many options, okay? I still eat pasta. I still eat rice and beans. I still eat um, bread. I still eat, you know, cereal. Like, simple shit like that. And vegetables, of course. (laughs) I still eat, um, what else? I eat, you know, things like soy chorizo. I eat tofu. I make tofu scrambles. I eat quinoa burgers, you know, veggie burgers, things like that. I still eat french fries, pizza, everything. Just no meat, that's all. And no, I'm not a vegan. I'm a vegetarian. The difference between vegans and vegetarians are that vegans also do not do dairy. Like they are a hundred percent plant-based diets. Vegetarians, they still eat dairy. And that's something I'm working on. You know, I'm slowly phasing out. I do want to go vegan. But, you know, I'm taking my time. I'm doing what works for me. Um, The dairy has been, for me, the most difficult thing to let go of. But, you know, I'm working on it, taking it a day at a time. That's all you can do. 
Um, what other question do I get? Uh, where do you get your protein from? Oh my God. Oh my God. Where do you get your protein from? So when people ask me this, I think it's very interesting because it seems as though, I don't know, people believe that there's only one way you can get protein and that's to eat meat. But it's like, think about it. Think about where you get your protein from. Get your protein from things like beef. You get your protein from things like chicken. But what do the cow and the chicken eat? They eat vegetables. So in reality, you're not really getting your protein from the cow or the chicken. You're getting your protein from what the cow and the chicken eat, which is vegetables. You're eating the middleman. (laughs) I'm going straight to the source. That's the difference. So don't worry about my protein levels. They're doing just fine. I'm getting my protein from everything else that I eat. That's all. (laughs) Just... Transferred over, that's all. And it's also funny because it's like, I think people have it in their minds that they have to have like loads and loads of protein when in reality it's not that much. For women, we need about 46 grams of protein a day. And for men, it's like 56 grams of protein a day. So, you know, the way people ask this and the way they're so concerned, it's like you would think they needed like 120 grams of protein a day when that's not the case. And there's really no point in overdoing it on the protein because your body is just going to take what it needs and it's going to discard everything else. So in the long run, you're wasting your time and you're wasting money. So there's that. (laughs) And it also bothers me that people are so obsessed with protein but afraid of carbs because in order for protein to work you got to get your carbs they work together hand in hand like the carbs right like you know fit thick and fit life and all of that is where you want to be right that's the goal and the carbs are the train the protein is the passenger, right? The protein is the passenger. The carb is the train that's going to take the protein to the goal. You see? You see how that works? That's why you need both. You need your protein and you need your carbs. So don't don't be, you know, obsessed with protein but then talking about, "Oh, I'm on a no-carb diet." Don't do that shit. Okay? Eat your carbs. You need them. Your brain thrives off of them. And carbs, contrary to popular belief, are not bad for you. Nothing is bad for you, really, if you think about it. Nothing is bad for you. It just depends on where you're getting it from. You know what I mean? If you're getting your carbs from things like, you know, McDonald's fries every day, then yes, Carbs are definitely bad for you. If you're getting your carbs from, um, I don't know, fucking vanilla cake every night, then yes, carbs are fucking bad for you. (laughs) But if you're getting your carbs from things like, you know, um, 
quinoa or sweet potatoes, veggie burgers, this kind of thing. I'm speaking in from experience of, you know, my diet. I can't really speak on the meat eater diet because I don't eat that shit no more. Um, but yeah, you know, if you guys want to have like your sliced chicken breast and all of that, yeah, do that. Like nothing is bad for you. It's just a matter of how you're, where you're getting it from. Sugar isn't bad for you either, but if you're getting your sugar from apple pie and ice cream and, you know what I'm saying, shit like cookies, grandma cookies every fucking day, Oreo cookies out the ass, and you eat like that on a regular basis, then yes, absolutely, it's bad for you. If you're getting your sugar from fruit, then it's fine. There's a healthy version of everything. (laughs) So, you know, just think about that. Like, we should have a healthy relationship with food because eating is a part of our everyday life. It's something that we're going to do every day. So you might as well treat your body right and eat right and eat healthy. So, yeah, that's all I'm going to really say on that. Another question that I get a lot is, how do you feel now that you don't eat meat? Well, I feel pretty great. Like I was saying before, when I was eating meat, I was feeling very tired and sluggish and just, it was just really nasty, you know, and I definitely don't feel any of those things anymore. Now, after a meal, I feel energized, which is how you should feel after you eat food because the food is supposed to give you energy. And I wasn't getting that when I ate meat. When I ate meat, I just wanted to take a seven-hour nap afterwards, like, (laughs) and do nothing for the rest of the fucking day. But now, I feel great about myself. I feel great about what I eat. I don't feel guilty about what I am putting in my body. And I feel energized after a meal. I feel, you know, I feel full, but like in a I'm satisfied way. I don't feel full and like, oh my God, I'm disgusting. Why did I eat that whole thing? I'm going to pop kind of way. That's how I was feeling when I ate meat. I don't feel like that now. So it's great. And another question that I get is what changes have you noticed? So aside from everything that I just said, you know, those are definitely some major changes that I've noticed. I've also noticed a change in my skin. My skin looks way more clear. I never really had any like OD skin issues, but I did have like a, a, a few breakouts here and there. I don't really experience breakouts now. And if I do, like it's something that I can like combat and prevent right away. And the breakouts aren't even that bad. Now I mostly break out like around my menstrual cycle time. You know, like before, like as it's coming, I might get like a a bump or two. And then as it's going, I might get a bump. But that's really it. Um, Other than that, my skin looks really great. Um, My nails grow strong and healthy. My digestion is way better. I'm going more frequently. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even... When I was eating meat, I can't can't tell you, like, how many times I went a day. That's if I went. 
And when I say went, I'm talking about taking a shit, you guys. It's okay. It's something that we have to do. (laughs) Something that you should be doing. You know, you should be going regularly at least once a day. At least. At least twice a day, actually. Like, if you really want to go there. But, you know, if you go at all, at least once. You know what I mean? Because we're eating every day, all the time. So we should be cleaning out every day all the time (laughs) so yeah when I was eating meat like I definitely wasn't going every day like I should have been but now I definitely go every day sometimes um twice a day sometimes more than twice a day which is like woo, yes like golden like I feel amazing if I go like three times a day I feel like I'm really doing something right with my life So just keep those things in mind. You know, if you start to notice these things about yourself, look at your diet. Look at what you eat. Switch some things up. Maybe it could be something as simple as your water intake. Like I, when I was back when I was a meat eater, I was not into water. I didn't really drink it at all. And then you know, as I got older, I was like, you know, I need to change my relationship with water, and I need to drink this shit because it's an optimal part of your health. And so, yeah, I was running back and forth to the bathroom, peeing every three minutes. But then eventually that regulated itself as well. Because, you know, your body, it's just the water just trying to cleanse everything out, cleanse out all these toxins and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, if you're noticing some problems with your regularity and your digestion, just take a look at your diet. Maybe cut some things out for a couple of days or even just cut back you know, a couple days of the week and see how it works for you. See if there's any difference. And if it is different and you feel great about it, then stick with it and maybe even take it a step further. So, yeah, I, I hope I answered all those questions well for you. These are some of the, the, the questions I've been asked the most over the last three years. So now I'm finally able to really just go into full detail about that. And... Yeah, um, one other question that I had was from my girl Chantel. She wanted to know what are some of my favorite, like, vegetarian, vegan meals, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And she also, quick, quick was the key word. What what are some of my favorite quick (laughs) meals as far as breakfast, lunch, and dinner? So I went ahead and wrote them down. And I also even went ahead and wrote down like some staples that you should have. Like if you're going to go vegetarian, vegan, this kind of thing, some staples to have in your diet. Um, So I'm going to start off with the staples. So I started with breakfast staples. Oatmeal. Oatmeal is bae. Oatmeal is lit. I love that you can dress it up any kind of way. You know, you can have fun with it. You could customize it in all kinds of different ways. You could have it sweet or you could have it savory. It's nice and quick. It's its own meal. Like, it can really be its own meal depending on what you throw in there. I love throwing some blueberries in there, some bananas, some cinnamon. Sometimes I'll throw a spoon of peanut butter in there. Yeah, I, I go in. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about my oatmeal, y'all. <laughs> Um, another staple as far as breakfast, I mean, this staple you can really use for any, 
meal or any part of your day, but I just threw it in with breakfast. Um, but a Nutra bullet or a Ninja, some kind of smoothie maker or food processor to help make your life easy, you know, especially for, I, I think that's why I put it in for breakfast. Cause a lot of time, a lot of the times we are rushing out of the house, like in those mornings and we can't really stop and make a whole full meal for breakfast. So get yourself a Nutra bullet, Ninja, some type of, you know, smoothie maker, so that we can just throw some things in there, blend that shit up, pour it in a cup, and go. Alright? Bananas are another staple that I put. I know that Chantel specifically does not like bananas, which is okay. There are other fruits out there for you. But, for those of you that do eat bananas and do like them, great staple to have. You know, and you're doing your food shopping very simple you can you know put them in cereals you could put them in your oatmeal you could put them on bread with peanut butter and shit like that you can add it to so much you can eat it by itself perfect handheld fruit that you can take to go nice and quick and a nice good little amount of healthy fat and protein the next one I have for breakfast is ginger jam I also have apple cider jam these two things are just really fucking great and will change your life for the better, I promise you. Slap that shit on some toast. Mmm. On some waffles. Mmm. Thank me later. Lunch. For lunch, I put peanut butter. Another healthy fat with some protein. You could either have it as a sandwich or put it in the smoothie. Bread. I put bread, of course. Um, dairy-free milk. Even if you are still into milk and dairy and that kind of thing, I would suggest just trying a dairy-free milk. All right, experiment, find your favorite, and, and go ham. My personal favorite is vanilla cashew milk. If you're nut-free, you still have options. You know what I'm saying? You have soy milk, you have oat milk. You have hemp seed milk. You have rice milk. All types of fucking milks out there. Don't worry. You have options. And if you're ignorant about soy, you still have options. And the only reason I say ignorant is because a lot of people, I've heard it so many times, oh, I don't want to do soy because I'm going to grow titties. Mostly coming from men. You're not going to grow titties from soy. Like, yes, it has some estrogen, but not enough to turn you into a whole ass female definitely not enough to quote unquote make you gay um nothing can do that anyway you either are or you fucking are not (laughs) it ain't gonna be the soy milk to do it to you i promise there's such a low amount of estrogen in soy milk like if anything it's a woman that needs to be careful with soy because we already produce estrogen so adding more may throw our hormone levels off a bit If anything, you might want to be worried about the actual milk that you're drinking because it comes from a female cow, my guy. A whole female cow that has what? Estrogen! Yeah, I know. I probably just blew your mind just now. It's okay. It is okay. So, yeah. Dairy-free milk. That is a staple that I have. And then I also wrote down some seasonings. Um, Anything by Miss Dash. Anything by Miss Dash. Her seasonings are fucking lit. They're also sodium free, which is great. 
um, and they have amazing flavor. I like the chipotle lime one. I put that shit on everything, but it really goes amazing on avocado toast, just saying. And I also like this one that she has. It's like an extra spicy or something like that. Really great. Um, and then some like dinner staples that I have are veggie burgers. Super quick and convenient and easy. Pasta. Pasta is really easy and fast to make. And that you can, you can, you know, just put a different sauce on it on a different day or some shit. You know, you can mix it up. Um, some type of grain. You know, your favorite rice. Jasmine rice. Basmati rice. Brown rice. Um, you can do quinoa instead. Those are some great staples to have. Veggie broth. Another great staple to have. Because you can just, you know, put in some of your favorite vegetables if you want. Heat that shit up. Keep it moving. You know, throw some beans in there. Which is another great staple to have. Beans. Woo! Beans. Yes, black beans, chickpeas. Um, what else? Pinto beans. Whatever your favorite beans are. And then as far as my favorite meals, I would say... Some of my favorite meals are, like, I make a Alfredo Mac with Sriracha Tofu, and it's so lit. Like, you just boil up the noodles, and no, you don't got to be extra, and put it in the oven, and bake it like a baked mac and cheese type. No, I just do all of that shit on top of the oven. I get some dairy-free cheese, put that in there, put the Sriracha Tofu in, you know, cut it up in little pieces, sprinkle that in really great veggie dumpling soup is another favorite of mine and it's really easy to make you know you get your veggie broth um i get my veggie dumplings from trader joe's trader joe's is a major key if you're looking into transitioning into a vegetarian or vegan diet major key because you're going to find some amazing products for the low low So for my veggie dumpling soup, I like to use a miso ginger broth that they sell and their veggie dumplings that they sell. Just put it in a pot, heat it up. So amazing. Put a little lime juice in there. Woo! Telling you. My other favorite meal is non-chicken chicken with pasta and veggies. What the fuck is non-chicken chicken? It's just chickenless chicken. Uh, my favorite one is by this brand called Corn. K K definitely not a K. Sorry. Q U O R N. <laughs> it's by a brand called Corn. Q U W O R N. They do like chickenless patties and they have like a few different kinds. Like they have the breaded ones, they've got like the cutlet ones. So good with some pasta and veggies. And then my other favorite meal, this is like a breakfast one, is a tofu scramble with avocado toast. Super easy and super simple to make. Just get the tofu. Uh, make sure that you, you know, you drain it out of the, make sure the water is drained out. Um, just crumble it up in a pan. Like you, you know, make it, it's going to look like eggs. Just crumble it up in a pan, add your favorite seasonings, put some turmeric on it for color, the yellow color like an egg. And you would make it the same way you would your scrambled eggs. And that's it with some avocado toast on the side. Lit lit. So yeah, those are some of my favorite meals. And you know, they sound pretty complicated, but they're actually really easy to make. And they are so fucking yummy. So 
This shit is making me hungry. I might take a little food break. So let's get some music going. What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Shawnee J, and we are back. And right now, I just want to get into the pros and the cons of being a vegetarian. Because if this is something that you are thinking about or you've already made the decision, maybe you have started transitioning from one diet to the next, you need to know what you're getting yourself into. And you know. I'm going to let you know. Okay? (laughs) And this is another question that I get quite often, you know, is it hard being a vegetarian? Now, my answer to that is no, it's not hard. People make it hard. As with life. Life is actually very simple. We just, we complicate that shit. And that's how I feel about (laughs) being a vegetarian. Being a vegetarian is actually pretty easy, but people make it hard. Whether it's people making it hard for you or you making it hard for yourself. Okay, that's my answer to that. Now, as for the pros, I feel like I've gotten into the pros quite a bit. You know, I've definitely been seeing clearer skin. I feel better after a meal. I feel good. I feel energized. I don't feel sluggish, you know, and I don't feel guilty about what I'm eating, which is great. And, you know, more regulated bowel movements. And, ooh, ladies, my menstrual cycle is is just way easier to deal with than when I was eating meat and I was eating so much processed foods and all this junk and all that soda and just a lot of crap every day, shoving it down my mouth. Ridiculous. Like, my menstrual cycle has been way easier to deal with. My cramps aren't nearly as bad yes I still have some cycles where it's like oh my god I'm dying but it used to be like that every single cycle without a fail at least now like I can still go to work you know I can still live my life and my cramps aren't like stopping me dead in my tracks every single month and now you know with this diet and figuring it out and I'm able to even eat a certain way before my cycle. You know what I mean? Like, if I know my period is coming, then, and I know, like, for the past couple weeks, I've probably been, you know, eating quite the amount of junk food, or, you know, I've been out drinking a lot. I know my cycle is coming. I start cleaning up my diet even more. You know, I start doubling up on the vegetables, dying down on the cakes and the cookies and whatnot. I start drinking a little less. I start exercising a little more. And it definitely helps with my cycle. So if you are someone that experiences, like, really bad cramps and you get, like, the headaches and nausea, you get weak, like, back aches, the bloating, all of that. Definitely think about switching up your diet, look into it, do some research, highly suggest it. Even if you do it like a week or two before your cycle comes, you will notice a major difference. I've definitely noticed a major difference with that. Like my cramps aren't nearly as bad and and they aren't 
terrible every cycle. Like, every couple of cycles, you know, it'll be like, oh, my God. (laughs) But it used to be really bad, you guys. Like, I couldn't go to school. I would try to go to school, but then I'd have to get sent right back home. I would be throwing up. My head would hurt. I would... my legs would feel numb. Like, I feel like I couldn't even walk. That I was going to pass out. Cramps all crazy. Back pain. Breast hurting. Just bad. Just just bad. And it's, it's definitely, like, not like that now. Like, the cramps come and they're just, like, annoying, if anything. But it's not like I need to just lay in bed all day and pop six Tylenols. And have a heating pad and the tea, and you know what I mean. Like it's it's not that serious anymore. So, ladies, if that's something that you go through, you know, think about it, do your research, try it out, and let me know if it helps. Those are some of the pros that I've noticed. Oh, another pro is that I save money because I'm not buying meat anymore. <laughs> so I've been able to save quite the amount of money on my grocery shopping. And, you know, using that money towards things like buying more food. (laughs) So, yeah, if you feel like you're just spending way too much money on food, way too much money on your grocery shopping, try buying less meat or try, you know, not buying meat at all. It'll help. You know, maybe try out some some different meat substitutes, veggie burgers, veggie sausages, chickenless chicken patties, this kind of thing. I know it sounds crazy, but they're actually pretty fucking tasty if you just give it a try. You might find something that you really like. So those are, you know, a bunch of the pros. I've also been able to, you know, try a bunch of different foods that I didn't even know existed. I've been able to go to these different restaurants and have these amazing meals and great experiences with with food, you know, and develop a really healthy relationship with food, you know, not being afraid of food. It's something we we have to eat every day, multiple times a day. You should have a healthy relationship with food. So, you know, I've been able to go places that I probably wouldn't have otherwise. And just being able to, you know, expand, expand my my palate, my taste for things, adding things into my my diet, and that's been really great. As far as the cons, me personally, I feel I don't have any cons that are directly linked to being a vegetarian as far as the diet. Now, there are definitely frustrations that come with being a vegetarian, but for me, it hasn't been linked directly to the diet as far as you know, the food, like the taste of the food, the quality of the food. I don't have this issue where, you know, I'm ever feeling hungry all the fucking time. Like, I don't have that problem. Um, But there are frustrations that come with it. And, again, if this is something that you're thinking about, you should know fully what you're getting yourself into. So, you know, there are frustrations like, hmm... You know, you'll have people that want to debate you about this choice that you made about your lifestyle. Fucking weak. You'll have the people that are trying to convert you back. You know, like, I just want to give y'all the heads up. And, you know, you're going to experience these things with 
your family, your friends, co-workers, friends of friends, complete fucking strangers. <laughs> you're going to have those people who, when you say you're a vegetarian, all of a sudden, you know, everyone becomes a fucking dietitian, physician, doctor, physical therapist, nutritionist, all types of shit. Telling you what you should do, how you should be doing it, what you should be eating, how you need to supplement this for that, and you have to have balance. All of this. As if you haven't done any of this research on your fucking own. Yep. You're going to feel alone. You're going to feel alone, especially if you come from a family full of meat eaters and all your friends are still eating meat, this kind of thing. And you're pretty much the only vegetarian. Like, you're going to feel alone. You're going to feel misunderstood. Sometimes you're going to feel as if no one is taking into consideration the fact that you changed your diet. You know, I've heard stories. I've witnessed some shit. I've experienced some shit. Like, even currently, I have some family members that are quote-unquote concerned (laughs) because they feel like I look sick because I'm skinny. But the thing is, I've been skinny my whole fucking life, you guys. So I don't understand, you know, what the concern is or, you know, where it's coming from. Like, have I lost weight being a vegetarian? Yes. I've also gained weight. Like, weight fluctuates. It happens. That's some normal shit. I haven't lost or gained a drastic amount of weight, though. And definitely not in some drastic amount of time. And there's different factors in why someone could be losing or gaining weight. Like there's more, there are more factors to it than diet, you know. So if the concern is that I'm skinny, my thing is don't be so quick to link it directly and solely to what I'm putting on my plate. Because it's actually not that at all. Like I'm eating very well actually and I feel fine. And I'm in good health. You know, just because I'm skinny doesn't mean I'm sick. I'm doing just fine. Have been for almost three years now. (laughs) And you don't need to be concerned. And it's not a matter of, well, you know, let's agree to disagree. No, no, no. We we don't need to agree to disagree on my lifestyle. You feel me? You just need to respect it. Have some understanding. You know, try and have some understanding about what this change has been like for me. And, you know, that's for, you know, anyone, if you know someone that's vegetarian or going vegan and maybe you feel concerned about it, or if you know someone who already is vegan or vegetarian and you're noticing some changes and you're feeling concerned, you think it's the diet, don't be so quick to just link the two or to just assume. Just ask some questions, you know. And and keep in mind that there's, there's a certain way you go about things. There's a certain way you talk to people. And sometimes the concern can come off as disrespect. So just keep that in mind. That's all I'm saying. Just keep it in mind. Okay. <laughs> and also, you know, you don't need to feel like someone being vegetarian or vegan is a burden for you. Because it's, it's not... It's not. (laughs) And I'm definitely not going to allow anyone to make me feel like it's some type of burden or a bad thing. 
these are some of the things you might experience if you are thinking about or decide to go vegetarian, vegan, even pescatarian. I was going through shit like this even when I was pescatarian, you guys. So, yeah, these things really happen. Like, they happen, happen. <laughs> and all I can say is just keep your goals in mind and the reasons you made the decision. And don't allow anyone to make you feel bad or try to reverse psychology or shit as if you're making them feel bad. Like, no. You should feel great if it makes you feel great. And you should feel fine. You know, you should feel great if it makes you feel great and it isn't harming yourself or others. And don't let don't let anyone distract you from your goals. You know, be open and talk to people about why you change your diet and what you're eating. You know, no, you are not obligated to do this, but, you know, it will help people understand so that maybe they won't be so concerned about you, especially, you know, the the el- more elderly people, these older generations that are a little more stuck in their ways. And, you know, you tell them that you're going to stop eating meat and they're like, <gasps> how will you live? You know, like, it's, it's okay. I'm going to be fine. I'm just eliminating the meat. I'm not even really eliminating it. I'm replacing it. We'll get into more detail on that later. But, you know, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to live. I still have all these other options, okay? It's it's not anything you need to be scared about or concerned for me for. It's going to be just fine. <laughs> and, you know, try to find the balance between being assertive and direct about not allowing others to disrespect your lifestyle or make you feel bad about it or like it's some type of burden. But don't come off in a way where now you're guilting people and you're disrespecting them. That's something that I'm working on. You know, I'm working on that emphasis on the ing. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's still processing. It's still something that I'm that I I find that I struggle with at times, but I'm definitely aware, being aware and working on that. As far as, you know, debates and people that want to argue with you on it, don't even pay that shit any mind, okay? I ain't got time. But there will be times when you have to put your foot down. Like, but right now, like, I'm, I'm, I'm over debating people and you know defending my health and my lifestyle choices over it like I just let it be known look I'm not doing that (laughs) okay feel how the fuck you want to feel just respect my shit like I respect your shit I don't go around making people feel bad that they eat meat and I don't like if you want to eat meat that's fine if you want to eat meat that's your business I choose not to so, let me be the same way. Like, I'll let you be. Live and let live. That's all. For the most part, I just live my life. Like, I just live my life and and be the example of what it is that I want to see. And if others, if I inspire other the others along the way, it's a bonus. That's just how I see it. For the most part. But like I said, I'm working on it. So if this is something, you know, if any of you guys, if if there are any vegetarians, vegans, even pescatarians out there, if you've experienced any any of these things, leave me a message, let me know, you know, 
What was the experience? How did you handle it? Is it something that you still experience now? Um, how do you how do you handle it? How do you deal with it? Are you someone like me that is struggling to find that balance between, you know, being assertive and direct and and trying not to make others feel guilty and disrespect them in the process? You know, give give me some advice. Give me some pointers, because like I said, this is something that I'm working on. So let's talk about it. Let's keep the conversation going. And right now, let's listen to some music. We are back. Just got done talking about the pros and cons of being a vegetarian. And if you are a vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, I want to hear from you. What do you feel are the pros and cons of your diet? Talk to me about them. Leave me a message. If you don't have the Anchor app, you got to get the Anchor app so that way you can leave me a message and we can keep the conversation going. All right? Let's get it. So, right now... I just want to share with you guys just some things that I've learned along the way while being a vegetarian. So, see, I got to get my notes out for this. Hold on. (laughs) Because I have quite a few things written down. So, oh, this is a good one. I'm going to start here. So, one of the things that I've learned along the way is that there is definitely a wrong way to go vegan. Well, vegetarian. I'm going to speak in the perspective of being a vegetarian because that's what I am. I am not a vegan. The difference between a vegan and a vegetarian is that vegans also do not do dairy. And like I said earlier, that is the thing that I'm working on, you know, phasing out of my diet is the dairy. I'm doing pretty well with it. You know, I'm not sitting here drinking cups of milk. Hell fucking no. But I do eat things that, you know, dairy is a part of, like macaroni and cheese, cake, ice cream, these kind of things. But yeah, there is definitely a wrong way to go vegetarian. And even, yeah, and vegan too and pescatarian, the same thing applies. Now, you know, I would say there's no wrong way to be it. You know what I'm saying? There's no wrong way to be a vegetarian. Like there's no wrong way to be it once you are there in it living that lifestyle. But there is a wrong way, contrary to popular belief, to get there. <laughs> okay? There is a wrong way and I'm going to tell you. I'm going to like paint the picture of what that wrong way looks like. So, Let's say you decide today, I'm going to go vegetarian. I'm not going to eat any more meat, right? From there, you go into your fridge and you throw away all of your meat, okay? Every single last bit of it. You throw it all away. You throw away all your dairy. You throw away your your milk, you throw away your ice cream, you're throwing away the mayo, you're throwing away all of this shit, you're going into your counters and your cupboards and your pantries and you're throwing away any junk food, you're throwing away all the snacks because you know you're gonna you're going vegetarian now and you're gonna eat completely healthy starting today. From there 
And and there are, are two alternatives here that will still lead you to the wrong way, that are still the wrong way. You know, either from there you go straight to the grocery store and you buy a bunch of shit. Or first you watch a shit ton of YouTube videos and then you go to the grocery store and you buy everything that they were talking about in the video. Either way, you end up at the grocery store, okay? And you buy everything. You buy a bunch of shit, okay? I'm talking like anywhere from 200 to even $500 worth of shit. Sounds outlandish. But as someone who used to work at Trader Joe's, I can tell you, this shit really happens, okay? I have bagged these carts, okay? I have bagged the $500 worth of groceries, the shit that's worth delivery, but nope, you're taking it home today, <laughs> okay? I've bagged it. I've seen it. I've, I've literally have I've had conversations with these people who, you know, I'm, I'm going on this 21-day vegan challenge, or I'm on the paleo diet now, or I'm going gluten-free right now, and or, you know, oh, I'm going vegetarian today. Like, I've, I've literally, I'm talking from experience here, you guys. You know this is back with the facts, okay? I'll only come at you with one thing. Facts, baby. <laughs> so you're at the grocery store. You're buying anywhere from $200 to $500 worth of groceries. And, I mean, you have everything in your car. You've got the tofu. You've got the soy milk. You've got every brand and flavor of veggie burgers to ever exist. You've got... What else you got? You got every fucking vegetable. Some of them you've never even heard of in your entire life. You've never, you have no idea how to prepare them, how to cook them. You've got eggplant in your car. You've got green and yellow zucchini. You've got every type of fucking squash. You've got butternut squash, acorn squash. You've got all the squash in your cart with no idea how you're cooking that shit. But you've got it. You've got heads of lettuce. You've got bunches of of kale, live kale, not frozen, fresh kale, fresh spinach, fresh cucumbers. Um, you've got like three different kinds of fucking tomatoes in your cart. You've bought, you know, like three pounds worth of sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, and baby fingerling potatoes. You have every fucking vegetable in your cart. You've got every meat replacement in your cart. Okay? You have shit that you have no idea what it is. You've got hemp seeds in your cart. Amaranth. Chia seeds. You don't know what you're doing with this shit. But it's healthy for you. And it's it's vegetarian. It's not meat. So, in the cart. You take all of that shit home. And you're looking at it. And you're like, Wow. This is a lot of shit. What the fuck did I just do? So now, you're overwhelmed by by seeing all of this stuff and realizing, really, really realizing that, wow, I don't even know what I'm going to do with most of this. I don't even know what to do with most of this. So now you're overwhelmed by that. But now there's also the fact that you know what I'm saying? Because you bought so much stuff live, you know what I'm saying? And you've got the frozen shit too. Let's not forget, you're making smoothies out the ass. Um, but yeah, you bought a bunch of shit live and some of it you don't even know how to cook. So it might there's a chance that it might waste away. It might rot before you even get to it. 
So that's a waste. But then there's also the fact that you there's a 50% chance that you might not even like half of what you bought. Goddamn, 50-50. So now you're like, half of your groceries are like gone. And now you're upset, you're unsatisfied, you're frustrated, and you're hungry. (laughs) This is why a lot of times, you know, you'll hear or see people that are like, oh yeah, I tried to go vegetarian, but it didn't work for me because I was always hungry. A lot of them did, did that shit that I just spoke about. A lot of them are also just not eating enough food. So there's that. You know what I'm saying? When you were when you were eating meat and you were hungry, what did you do? You ate food. Why is it any different now? It's not. If you were hungry, eat food. Eat food. Like So yeah, like that is, you know, that whole like I'm going cold turkey. I'm doing it all. I'm doing it all today, like right now. That is a that Look, some people that might work, but for some people it won't, you know what I'm saying? Not the cold turkey thing is not for everybody. And you have to be realistic about what it is that you can and can't do, especially if this is something that you want to do, you know, permanently. If this is a lifestyle you are trying to, to live and you have to be serious about it really do your research take your time you know what I mean phase things out don't be quick so quick to go in your fridge and throw away the chicken you know what I'm saying and you have no idea what you're going to eat instead figure out what you're going to eat instead first buy some things try some things see what you like and what you don't like you know what I mean instead of being so quick to throw away your um your hamburgers and your turkey burgers buy some veggie burgers first you know what I'm saying? Figure out what flavors you like. Figure out what brands you like. And then once you are confident in that and it, you realize it works for you, I can do this. Now you can stop buying that other shit or you can get rid of it now. You know what I mean? But until then, you know, don't be so quick to, to do all of that and then have nothing to fall back on. And now you're hungry and like feeling like oh I have no idea what to eat now I don't know what to do only thing I can do now is eat meat again like (laughs) you know things like this like people don't you know do your research take your time doing the research take your time figuring out what works for you take your time trying out some new things learning how to prepare certain foods so that way you don't buy it and it's just sitting there staring at you, you staring at it it rots you don't wasted your money and your time and now you think it's it's the, it's the diet's fault like no you just didn't have enough knowledge <laughs> okay you gotta get the knowledge first experiment, try some new things That's all. Don't be so quick to get rid of, you know, your milk and stuff like that. Like, try some different milks. Try some soy milk. Try some almond milk. Once you find one that works for you, that you really like, 
you know, you'll buy that one instead. You'll phase the other one out or you'll completely get rid of it. You know what I mean? Do it a little bit at a time. And you don't even have to get rid of all meat that you're eating at once. Maybe first you start cutting out the pork and figuring out something to replace that. Then you'll move on to your your beef. And then you figure out something to name it just like that. Take it a day at a time, you guys. That's all. So, yes, you know, once you are in it and living it, then there's no way to, to go wrong. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole bunch of different ways. You can go vegetarian, well, be vegetarian and be vegan. You could be a gluten-free vegetarian. You could be a nut-free vegetarian, soy-free. There's no wrong way to be it. But there are wrong ways to get there in which you will fail and you will go running right back. And now you'll be scared to even try again. So keep that type of shit in mind. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) All right. Another thing that I've learned is that you don't, like I said, you don't eliminate. Okay. These go hand in hand. You don't eliminate. You replace Elimination will lead to that that I'm hungry all the time shit that people be talking about all the time. Because you eliminated and you didn't replace it with anything. And you, you're just making your, your, your dietary choices shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. Like, no, you now put this in instead and you add this in. So do not eliminate, you guys. Simply replace. Another thing... <laughs> that I want to share is that being a vegetarian or vegan is not a white thing. I've heard that quite a few times. Oh, vegetarian, being vegan, that's a white shit. No, it's it's not a white thing. It's not a race thing. It's a health thing. And it's a helping the environment thing. That's what it is. And if you do your research... You know, and that's that's term number one. Do your research, okay? You're gonna you y'all hear that from me all the time throughout these episodes because it is a major fucking key to everything. Do your research, and if you do your research, you will find that the further you go back, like black people, our diets were way more plant based. And it just changed over time. So no, it's it's not a white thing. And like I said before, another thing that I've learned is that you will definitely be met with resistance. And from those you least expect. So just be ready and be prepared for that. And, you know, I've also realized that the process of you know, going vegetarian is very similar to the process of waking up. You know, that term being woke. It's a very similar process. Like when you wake up, you know, like your your third eye opens and all of that. And you start doing all this research. You looked at all the conspiracy theories. You're, you're feeling crazy. and You're feeling like you're in the matrix and all this other stuff. And you want to just 
share the information and you want to tell everybody and you want to wake them up. You want them to wake up too and you want them to know what you know and you want them to realize what you realize and you want them, you know what I'm saying? You want them to be on the same type of time, the same wavelength, the same frequency as you. Very similar to to what being a vegetarian is like. (laughs) Which is why I talk about finding that balance, you know what I'm saying? Because... It's the same thing. You've done all this research. You're learning about what's good for you, what's not good for you. You're learning about so many different things. You're eating differently now, so you're you're actually experiencing the things that you you researched. So now you know it's true. So now you want to go and scream this information from the rooftop. You want to tell everyone. You want to give everyone this information. You want to let them know. You know, no, no, no. It's just bad for you. You're doing it all wrong. You should eat like this. And da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? You want to convert them. And you want them to because you just want them to feel as amazing as you feel now. But it's like you can't, you can't force anyone, you know what I'm saying? You can't really change people. All you can do is live your life and be the example. And if others follow, if you inspire others along the way, that shit is a bonus. Because let me tell you, you really sitting there trying to convert people and cram this shit down their throat and da 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 da, you are gonna just end up stressing yourself out in the long run stressing yourself out, feeling crazy, and just just live your life. Just be the example, I'm telling you. That's why I talk about, you know, finding that balance, and that's something that I'm working on now, and it, it's, it, it does get hard at times because you just want, you know what I'm saying, you made this decision, and you feel like it's the best decision you've made, and you just want the best for everyone else. But, you know, it's, everyone... People have different ideas about what's best for them. So try not to get upset. If people just feel like, you know, what you did that's best for you won't be best for them. You gotta allow them to realize shit on in their own time, on their own terms. And all you can do is live your life in hopes that they will see you. And, you know, pick up, pick up on it. And if not, they don't, and that's fine. And if they do, it's a bonus. Take your bonus and be happy. (laughs) All right? So I hope I've given you guys a ton of information, enough information. And, of course, if you guys have any other questions, comments, concerns, anything that you want to share, hit me up. Let me know. Let's keep the conversation going. And let's listen to some music. Okay, you guys, we are back. Before I go ahead and close this episode out, I do have to address my listeners and what they wanted me to talk about. So my girl Cammie said... Talk about how vegetables actually taste good, and that's why meat eaters use them to season foods. But we sleep, though. Yes, I'm so glad that you brought that up. That is a great point. And 
it's true as fuck. Like, I've heard that from so many people that still eat meat. Like, oh, I don't think I could do the whole vegetarian thing. I don't think I could stop eating meat and just have a plant-based diet because vegetables don't really have any flavor. What? (laughs) It's so interesting when people say that because it's like you literally use vegetables to season your food. It's not the vegetables have no flavor. Meat has no flavor. Meat is really fucking tasteless. Like, come on. Y'all know damn well y'all not about to go out, buy some chicken or some steak, cook that shit up as it is, and just eat it. Without putting any type of salt, pepper, onion powder, garlic powder on that shit. You're not doing it. You're not. So, come on. (laughs) Like... How do you say the vegetables have no flavor if you literally use them to give your meat flavor? I don't understand that. That it, it blows my mind, you guys. Like, what is it that you think you're using to season your food? Pepper. Vegetable. Onion. Vegetable. Garlic. Vegetable. Chili powder. Paprika. Bay leaves. Basil. Cilantro. Parsley. Vegetables, herbs, plants. (laughs) So you guys actually like vegetables. A lot, actually. So, you know, I mean, it's like... Have an open mind and really think about what it is that you're saying. Because it's, it's not that vegetables don't taste good. They taste great. That must be why you're using them to season that bland ass meat but I digress (laughs) and I guess this is a good point to make a little disclaimer that I am not perfect I am not you know a dietitian or any type of doctor or this kind of thing I'm simply sharing with you guys what I've learned along the way you know um, going through these these different diets from pescatarian, you know, from being a meat eater to being pescatarian to now being vegetarian. I'm just sharing, you know, what I've learned along the way, you know, especially for those of you that are thinking about switching up your diet. And, you know, for meat eaters, too, you guys are definitely included in this conversation. It doesn't hurt to know these things. So, yeah, I want to hear from you guys, you know, including the meat eaters. You're not excluded from this. Please understand you are more than welcome to join the conversation. You know, tell me about the pros and cons in your diet. Do you see any? Have you thought about switching your diet up? If you have not thought about it, why not? Tell me. Let me know. I still want to hear it either way. (laughs) So with that being said, Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Back With The Facts. I hope I've given you guys a ton of information, useful information. And if you guys want to go ahead and follow me on Instagram, it's at J underscore. And if you guys want content in the physical, check me out on YouTube. Just type in J. And yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. And remember that the share button saves lives.